we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. <clears throat> welcome back to another episode of the Face Off Podcast with Fleming and Fowler. I'm Alyssa Fowler. I'm Monica Fleming. And we're here today to give you the cool sounds. Of Freddy Cruz, the quiet storm. Exactly. <laughs> welcome back, everybody. We missed you. We missed you I know y'all. you missed us. Thank you guys for bearing with us and um, just being there with us, you know, during this trying time of the holiday season. It is a trying uh, time. Fowler was out. We were supposed to record literally within hours. We couldn't because Yo. Alyssa was having some technical difficulties Let in her body. Let me take you guys on, on a, a journey. quick, quick journey. Let me paint you a picture. <laughs> it's a brown picture, but <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> I um, also, I like poop used to gross me out. Until you started working. Until I started working in hospital. I'm like, I could literally wish it. So I suffer from what I like to call the dads. The dads. The day after drinking shits. Okay. Some people just throw up to get it all out in the morning. Mm -hmm. I have the dads, right? That's like the way me and my IBS is set up. Mm -hmm. I went with my mom to her friend's, her coworker's birthday party, and it was a bourbon tasting. Woke up in the morning. Had the bubble guts. But I was like, that's not crazy. That shit happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Day after I drink. Mm -hmm. But it's usually like a one and done situation. Yeah. When I tell you, every time I moved, every time I shifted, every time my muscle contracted in my body, I was like, it's a DEF CON situation. I'm running to the bathroom (laughs) to expel the entire contents of my stomach into the toilet. Horrible. And I was like, okay, I haven't eaten very much. Like I had... A little bit of dinner the night before, maybe lunch. Um, it's the seasonal depression. But mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, after the third time, I was like, there's literally nothing else inside of me. Like, this shit's going to calm down. Well, it did calm down because there was nothing else in my stomach. And I was like, you're going to faint. You probably need to eat something. Mm-hmm. Eat something immediately expelled. And I, I don't know when the last time. Are I'm we having like, a face off, baby? <laughs> I was just going to say. I. Oh, this is pregnant. There was a video the other day of this girl, this cute, this quote unquote cute video of a pregnant girl bumping her stomach with her non-pregnant friend. And then yeah. it cut to where the other friend was pregnant and they switched. Mm. And I sent it to Marissa and I was like, don't fucking ever. Because <laughs> we were just with her. I don't her know witchcraft that is. The previous weekend. Yeah. No. And so I had some kind of like 24 hour stomach bug. It was awful. Yeah. It felt like someone stuck a hot cheeto on my asshole. <laughs> it was on fire. 
I'm not laughing. I haven't had a stomach bug in so long. I haven't been sick like that in so long. It was just. I'm sorry. I just got a visual. Somebody. That is 100% what it felt like. I texted her and I was like, my asshole hurts. She was like, take, take a bath. I was Epsom like, do you want to record? I was like, why don't you just do a sits bath, do some Epsom salt, some warm Epsom salt? <laughs> did you, you probably didn't even do that. No. And then, because I was like, I don't want to sit in anything. I don't want to yeah. irritate. And then, so I was like, you know what? It calmed down to the point where I was like, I think we can record. Yeah. And then it just reared its ugly head again. And I was just like. Because we were going to record on Monday. And then you were just like, ah, mm-hmm. nah. Yeah. yeah. It kept it kept coming. And I was going to go to work Monday. And then I was like, you know what? Can you imagine if you were lifting up a patient and just shit all over Shot yourself? Shot myself? No. Yeah. And it's just so hard to find a bathroom at a hospital when you need it. Right. Because it it's, it's it. always going to be locked or occupied. Our job Very is true. so hard to do when you don't feel great. That's very true. Yeah. Because um, we don't. Yeah. It's, it's too physical. Yeah. So then. Started recovering from that. Had a better Tuesday. Maybe it must have been either Tuesday or Wednesday. I felt like someone stuck a hot Cheeto in my nose, like in my nostrils, mm. burning, green mucus coming out. Sign. I think it's allergy, sinus infection, and then we just got a cold front. It's freezing in Texas, mm. so then, which I'm happy about. Yeah. So like my stomach cleared up, and then my nose started acting brand new. Yeah. But I'm here. Thank you for all the people who texted me, asked mm-hmm. me if I was okay. I wasn't, but it was very nice of you to ask. <laughs> but you're here now. <laughs> but I'm here now. Thank but that's, God. It's just the holiday season. It's the time. Wash your hands. Did you see the TikTok video? At first, I thought you had C diff, and I was like, "You're too young to get C diff, man." Bitch, when I tell you, I thought I had C diff, but I kn- it didn't smell like C diff, which oh. was which if you work in a hospital, you know, you know what C diff smells, smells like, like. That's um, and that's something you do not want to get. <clears throat> no. I'm also not in the best place insurance wise, so I was like, I refuse. I cannot get it. <laughs> I cannot afford a hospital right now. Even though I work for the hospital, I cannot. My afford ass is going to be there, being like, "I don't have a social security number. Nope. I can't tell you it. Sorry." Nope. Um, but we're doing better now. I appreciate you for being with me. All is well that ends well. That's good. Also, we fell back an hour. We did, which I love that we get an. Well, it's not really an extra hour. I just hate the fact that it gets dark at like three p.m. Oh, and it's I'm so annoying. It's thrown me off completely. It's yeah. like. Two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, almost dinner. What are we going to do? It's yeah. two o'clock in the afternoon. I end up taking more naps during the fall than I do in the, the spring and summer just because of the fact that it's much, much darker earlier. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh, man, it's got to be like nine o'clock. And I'm like, six o'clock. <laughs> oh, another nap. I, I just take another nap. It just, so. I'm like, when does the darkness happen usually? I just don't think that... Who's controlling the lights? <laughs> my question. They are turning that, them shits off. They early. are turning them off like crazy, and I just don't appreciate that because I'm just like I know there there are different um, uh, countries that or you know like Alaska. Not, it's not a country. Alaska's a state. Uh, Alaska. But I just know that other other there are some other countries that have like 24 hours of darkness or 24 hours of light or you know during yeah. daylight savings, but they don't change their clocks and i could have swore congress passed or the senate passed the bill no one else where we were going to keep doing that their clo- yeah wasn't that the big thing last yeah. year it's like we're getting rid of daylight savings and then here we are doing the, it again the daylight has damn been saved i guess one last time um i'm not a fan i do always love the extra hour but that was when i was like going out and stuff so it was nice to be out an extra hour no i'm not yeah but in healthcare, nobody wants to be at work for 13 hours no especially for nurses do they have to stay there an they extra do. hour on daylight savings? They do, but they get, it's time. The extra hour is time and a half. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I would hurt somebody. Yeah, it goes to two o'clock and it goes right back to one. You're like, Oof. God damn, 
closing time. Yeah, that's why I could never work night shift. Oh, Jesus, no. I did it once and I won't do it again. Um, you worked a night shift? Oh, when you were a CNA? Mm-hmm. I did it for two nights and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, this like, isn't going to work out. I was at that damn snack machine the whole night. I was walking around. I'm patient, like the sundowning patients. I'm just like, listen, Miss, Mr. Johnson, you need to shut the fuck up and go to sleep because I'm yeah. sick of this shit. Yeah, I quit. And they were like, hey, we need you to work. Mm-mm. No, it was actually a hell south. Sorry, hell south. <laughs> They're no longer. They're no longer Hell South. So technically, I don't yet. work for the new company. I won't say what the new name is. But anyway, nope. uh, that was an undergrad. I don't do that now as an adult. I wasn't a PT. I was a CNA. But anyway, yeah. How was your time without me? My time without you was amazing. Great. I um, as Love always, to hear it. any time away from Fowler is a great it. time. Uh, but. It was um it was cool. I just I was able to do a couple more repairs and stuff, uh uh fixing my tail light. I'm telling you, God is turning me into like a Renaissance woman. And I don't know why, because I'm like, no, I don't wanna do that. My hands are very fragile. And I'm so glad I did not get my nails done because I had planned to get my nails done just for the holidays. So I'm glad I didn't because I literally had to um change my tail light and then uh, my cabin filter and everything. Let me just tell y'all this. For those of you who drive a car, which is probably most of y'all out Here there. Here in Texas, it's definitely you. <laughs> Absolutely. Please make sure y'all are changing your cabin filter. What the um, fuck is a cabin filter? A ca- well, I can tell you probably haven't changed yours then. Uh, no. The cabin filter is what the, the filter that filters the AC air that you breathe into oh, your car. They change that at Valvoline when you get your oil changed. No, they don't. Yeah, they say this is what your filter looks like, and I said, yeah, but that's your engine filter, probably not your cabin. The one that goes in the glove compartment. Okay, that's your cabin, yes, but you need to be changing both. There's two different ones. There's your cabin filter, and there's your actual engine air filter. Well, they always ask if I want to change it, and I ask how much it is, and they say twenty five dollars. Oh my god, you're getting robbed! I say keep it, and so I just never change it. Well, you're getting robbed by like five dollars because it's the (laughs) the cabin filter itself is only twenty bucks, and it literally takes you two seconds to put it in. And I just put my little essential oils on there, so it makes my car smell very nice. nice. oil do you choose what do you mean what essential oil is it oh it's a combination of like um what do you think i was asking about your car orange amber and peppermint Ooh, yeah so it smells really really that's good nice yeah i thought you were talking about like the like the actual are you a synthetic girl or i was like whatever they put in the damn thing i mean i i know how to do it but i'm not put i'm not going up underneath my truck and i'm not i don't have anything to put my truck up on so that's not happening but anyway other than that it's been really really good uh this past week my back kind of went out again but anyway i'm 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 at about 85 percent nice i'm better what are you doing to rehab yourself um laying in the bed i was off for veterans day first of all thank you to all of our ouch take thank you to all of our veterans out there thank you for your service everybody that has um served this country in any capacity uh to keep us uh alive and well safe keep us in the bed very true and being comfortable in our homes um what was your question oh what do i do to rehab yes so Mm -hmm. i just laid in the bed literally i didn't get out of bed until like 6 p.m i Love that. Also, I thought Veterans Day was one day. I didn't know we celebrated it multiple days. No, no, no. So the day is on. I thought it was Saturday. It was on Saturday. But the calendar says it's Friday. Well, that's the day it's observed. So like the the banks banks and and people who work at, you know, VAs and the government, they are off. We were off on Friday. Yeah. So. The way we just. Oh, you know what my grandpa was telling me? What? I called him for Veterans Day and he was like, yeah, they're sending me to see some kind of counselor. And I said, really? He was like, yeah. Um, I, he's like, I guess there's something going on at the VA. A bunch of people are just, you know, kind of losing it. So they want to make sure no more veterans are losing it. So they're trying to get as many veterans as they can to see mental health counselors. Wow. And I was that like, well, that's me. awesome. 
That's awesome, but you have a you know I I did see this uh, this one video. I wish I could have. I wish I would have did this before we started. But um, there was this one guy. He's working actually on a documentary, and it happened to him where he is not from the United States. He was he was not born in he was not born in the United States, but he was raised in the United States. He also joined the military, and I think he served in the military for like six or seven in the years in the U.S. military. They deported him. Yes, and it, apparently it's a huge thing where the United States military, once you get out of the military, if you are not born here, then or you don't have citizenship at the time you join the military, they will deport your ass back so to your country. So they don't have to pay all your benefits and it, shit? I guess. I'm not sure, but he's try, He's working on right now that getting a bill, a law passed. That is the shittiest thing you That's could do horrible. to you, This person serves your country, and then you deport them back to a, a land they don't service. even know? Bye. But not only that, you have a lot of people who come over here at two and three years old. They don't speak the native... They they don't speak their native tongue, mm -hmm. their native language, they and they don't know over anybody there. over yeah. there. And then you deport them like as a veteran. That's it. but he's trying to get a particular bill passed right now that will prevent that and also bring a lot of the veterans who have been deported to back to their home countries back over to the United States. Wow. Yeah. Apparently he was he was deported. I think for like I want to say he was deported for like five years, and so he's working on getting his citizenship. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, it's supposedly, insane. But suicide rates of veterans is high. Shocker. Especially around the, the holiday time. Yeah. Too. Also, yeah. we, I don't know if y'all know, but San Antonio is military city, USA. Yes, we are is. hella veteraned up. Yeah, we're mil so militarized. We're militarized. Don't mm -hmm. come here if you're looking for problems. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's a really good initiative because, I mean, a lot of people, especially that age group, like older veterans, mm -hmm. they don't know how to... Like mental health wasn't a thing. Yeah, they don't know how to get help or how to start or what it even means or is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he said he got a call from I guess the VA and they're like, "Would you like that's awesome. mental health services?" Well, I think too because your your grandfather's generation, unfortunately, they it's like it's like the the saying you can't teach teach an old dog new tricks and mm -hmm. some somehow within our society we feel like older people can't learn new things or unlearn certain behaviors yeah. and they absolutely can. Now, the damage is done for what they did and, and what was done to them. But I feel like, you know, people who are boomers before them, silent generation, you know, um, what do they call them? The people who were born in the early 1900s, ot, I think they call them ot, 19 really? ot or something like that. Anyway. Oh, like at the. Yeah, they're still alive. Uh, they, I think that they still can and should go get, seek mental health services. Yeah. Because it's just because you're in your 80s doesn't mean that. You don't need you to get your mental health. Exactly. You still function and you still terrorize people. So you need help. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, well, I'll tell you what else is terrorizing uh, people. So Christmas. People love to celebrate Christmas early for love some odd Christmas. reason. And we skip over Thanksgiving. Now, I get it. I get it. Thanksgiving for the United States of America is a very traumatizing and very disgusting thing because of what happened with our native brothers and sisters right and the genocide that occurred with them uh despite that i still believe that getting together and being thankful to god for your family and your friends for the things that you have should be celebrated which i think is the original purpose i believe hmm. please correct me if i'm wrong if you're indigenous um i believe that that was the original uh part of it or the original meaning behind thanksgiving and celebrating and getting together name two thanksgiving songs there are none. Exactly. So we're not oh, celebrating. Oh, give thanks <laughs> no. unto the Lord. No. Oh, Thanksgiving is a cute little weekend. We get to celebrate like Veterans Day, Valentine's Day. What? 
Valentine's Day. We keep, it, we keep it pushing. We get to Christmas. <laughs> what is Valentine's Day? February. Thanksgiving is a road bump on the way to Christmas. But that's not. But you should be thankful. Oh no, yeah, we're gonna be thankful. But like everyone gets so pissed off when you put your Christmas decorations up before yes. Thanksgiving. Because if I don't, then it's a waste. Because December goes so quickly. That if you do not have decorations up before like early to mid-November, it no. feels like a waste. You have to get all this shit down. You have to put all the lights You're up. You're supposed to do it for, as a family giving thanks. And whoever's house you hosted at, they're supposed to come like help you decorate your tree and stuff as a family. Yeah, like leave it to beaver days. I'm sure that works. We did that in my family. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And if my mom and dad would have decorated while we were kids... <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to saying it's sure. a pagan all of that even though they sold her at Jesus' birth it's about Jesus we don't need a tree that's not of God it's like uh, I don't think God has any issue with trees because he created mm -hmm. them but okay we are are you okay so do you decorate decorate for Christmas Um, it depends on the year okay Sometimes, most of the time I do you're a vibes if my person. nephew is coming absolutely okay and if I have time during the, the first pandemic no I mean that's for pandemic the first for, year hey, of the pandemic shit. I did not uh, but then the second year I did. I am a Christmas girly. This I girl need, already has decorations. I already up. got them up. First of all, because I love a I love a light in the nighttime, and it gets so dark now. True. I love a mood light. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's just like it takes so much to put it up and take it down that I want to leave it up for as long as possible. True. My mom used to put that shit up in October, and it would piss me off. Well, I used to go crazy when I first became an adult. And uh, because, again, my parents didn't decorate. They decorated before we were born. My sisters and I were born. But then one, I was like, so y'all was just sinners then? And then now when you have kids, it's like, oh, no. Worldly, they, just, worldly, worldly. they just were too tired but didn't want to I guess. You. I guess. We didn't have a Christmas tree. So we keep trying to put one in my mom's house. Uh, but she's just like, who's going to take it down? You, ma'am. That's your responsibility. You got to get her that one that's remote controlled and it just like sucks in itself. <laughs> exactly. But then we used to go over to my aunt's house every year who's like super religious, way more super religious than my mom. And she has a, a Christmas tree and she had like a trim, trim a tree trimming party so i'm like oh, oh man why can't you just get a little plastic party. tree but anyway my grandpa used to tell us that when he i guess they had moved he's from philadelphia he was mm -hmm. in the military married my nana they had a shit ton of kids because mm -hmm. what else would you do back then <laughs> <laughs> there was no netflix right <laughs> um they moved back to philadelphia and their street was predominantly jewish and yeah. so when they would decorate the tree all the jewish kids would come over Mm. and help decorate the tree because they're like this is awesome because they don't get to do that right no what do jewish people celebrate hanukkah, hanukkah. Mm -hmm. they have the menorah and yes they and they the have candles. to light it for the days mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah and then you have some of them do Kwanzaa. some do christmas trees because it's more americanized of a holiday yeah true um, but mostly no yeah well do you deck okay so do you decorate the outside of your house more than the inside or the inside more than the no outside? the inside more than the outside but it's because i'm just a girl you know like i'm not gonna I'm climb up just a girl exactly i'm not gonna climb up on a ladder yeah I've always, I'm like, have had the thought, just hire someone to put the lights up, but mm -hmm. I don't even have the lights. Like, I'd have to buy the lights. I don't know how yeah. that works about, like, True. how many lights you need. Yeah. I'm ill-equipped. Could I figure it out? Sure. 100%. Not going to. I just don't want to keep having to unplug and plug in and That's all true. that and even time i just don't want to deal with all that what an exciting thing for my husband to do when he finds me and exactly. i can be like oh i've never had christmas lights can you I'm put some over girl. here on this bush over exactly here? he's yeah. gonna love that i'd rather delegate so that because i've I seen that neighbors like some neighbors compete with each other mm -hmm. like there's this one particular house in my neighborhood called the, like he recreates the um remember the movie christmas with the kringles 
Crinkles, I think it's what it's called. Crinkles. Uh, and, uh, Tom, Tim Allen. Tim Allen, yeah. And they decorate this house and go crazy. Mm-hmm. This man literally does that with his house. And every year he wins like the best decorated oh, cool. house in our neighborhood or whatever. And he, like, people can come in in the city. They can go and look at his house and, and park in front of it, take pictures. He does not mind at all because he keeps it on all night long. It's ridiculous. But people go crazy with, like, wow. competitions and decorating, which I think is all That's such fun, a though. dad thing. Very true. I don't think moms do that. I definitely no. think it's a dad thing. Um, I feel like during COVID, a lot of the holiday sparkle died. Absolutely. I feel I, like way less houses are decorated. This street mm-hmm. also, my street used to be decorated for Halloween. Everyone would decorate the house. Yeah. No one does that shit anymore. It's like Christmas decorations are few and far between. And even if they are decorated, maybe like two weeks before, mm-hmm. you'll get some lights. Yeah. We need to pump it back up, people. Well, I think, I mean, the economy is down. People can't get enough pay. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas lights are expensive now because everything yeah. is going up. It, uh, Christmas lights are being, the, the price of them are inflated. That's true. And Hobby Lobby, I see you. I see y'all trying to give us 50% off, but we need 75 At least. I'm saying at least 75% off. I will tell you what I am ex- most excited about. Because a lot of these people during Christmas time are putting out new albums, specifically Brandy, Brandy Rihanna, Norwood. And I am so excited that she put out a Christmas album. It actually came out November the 10th. And it's really amazing. Really? Absolutely. Is it traditional Christmas songs or her own Christmas songs? It's a little bit of both. I just, this may be an unpopular opinion. Unless you're going to give me a Christmas banger and like, you know, like you put out some fucking little analysis or something you send mm-hmm. it out to some people and test it out and you know it's going to be a great christmas song mm-hmm. just give me a classic no she has mostly classic songs that she just redid and there's a couple of there's a couple of new ones because she has a hallmark christmas movie that's coming out so it's like a soundtrack to that so that's why let me tell you about hallmark christmas movies you're addicted to them i'm quite sure i'm not but i do love them in the background that's my gra- I hate, my gra- I, hate I wish my grandfather was on the show um so <laughs> i could just because i feel like we keep talking about him his favorite channel is hallmark your grandfather watches Hallmark? He has a favorite Hallmark actress. He I loves the love Hallmark that. movies. He's just like the sweetest man. But He's in his soft grandpa era. My mom that. called me the other day and she was like, I was just on the phone with grandpa. We're watching a Hallmark movie. Come over. You have to watch it with me. I was oh, like, I Lord. hate these movies. I already know how they're going to end all of this shit. Please. It's the same small. T- it's, a, it's a lady who's an executive. She comes to a small town where it's her, where she was mm-hmm. from or whatever. And she misses her flight or she only gets the last hotel in the area or she can't rent a uh, a uber or some shit or a car and then she meets the lumberjack in the flannel yeah. outfit whose wife died in a train accident and all his kids were killed and shit and now she, they fall in love and they have a happily ever after and they're trying to save the town with this one christmas sock off it's like what the fuck it's so the this same one was story murder she baked which <laughs> guess what she did for a living she baked guess what or she murdered guess what the whole movie's about baking murder murder baking and murder <laughs> So, but it's like, so one of the first scenes, this baker finds this dead b- body, right? It is like a woman, like a woman just laying on the ground, arms strung out. She walks in, she's like, she's dead. That's on Hallmark? Oh yes. my God. It's like the most high school AV club murder scene you've ever seen. I cannot. But if you need a laugh, go watch Something up. is tearing up my nose right now. Y'all, I'm not digging my boogers. I promise for the people who are watching the video. Something is tearing up my nose. You can if you want to. It's our show. Well, I mean, yeah, but that would be gross. Go ahead. Finish your Hallmark murder um, movie. That's it. But I do love a Hallmark movie in Christmas time. Well, you already know there's going to be three different black actresses that are going to play. Kim Fields, mm-hmm. Kelly Rowland, yep. and uh, Tony Braxton. Love it. Yeah. They do. Or do they do Lifetime or Hallmark? Both. Both. Mm-hmm. 
Something about, yeah, Gretchen Wieners does all the Hallmark movies yes. now. She has really made a name for herself. Uh, what's her name? D- DJ Tanner? Oh, oh after, she, after she got out of there. Yeah. But she has her own station now. That's true. But she always. The MAGA is... station or whatever it is. <laughs> it's called like American Home or Make America. I don't know. Yeah, because they don't something. like the gays over there, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, there's a, hey, there's a station for everybody. That's very true. Uh, well, I'll tell you what else is in need. Uh, I want to talk about this real quick. Needy coworkers. Okay. I know like we've been at work and we're coming in right because it is the holiday season. So sometimes, you know, people, a lot of people take off and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I have, at my job, I've had this issue where there are just a lot of needy people who just don't understand boundaries, specifically your coworkers who are just always asking you the dumbest questions. And it's just like, what were you doing before I got here? Mm-hmm. But like, my thing is always like, yeah, how do you? do this job but also how do you operate as a human in the world exactly like how wh- why are you wor- working at such a deficit and just then you'll have a supervisor that has a meeting and explains everything and then two seconds later you're asking the same question that they just answered two seconds ago i literally last week in a meeting oh my god they said something this what was even the premise of this car oh we were getting um our hospital stroke certified whatever mm-hmm. so you have to do all these different protocols to maintain your certification yeah. who cares i guess i probably should but whatever <laughs> one of the thing is within 24 hours of getting an order if it's a patient who they think has a stroke you have to acknowledge the order so you have right. to evaluate them or you have to attempt to evaluate them so you have to write a note mm-hmm. so and this is where i'm like people just want to hear themselves talk yeah and this is not the time or the place for mm-hmm. that because you're on my time now exactly. so you're affecting my life so start a podcast if you want to hear yourself talk. these women who come <laughs> exactly these women come in to do this presentation and they just are, they're not therapists they're just like hey we run the numbers for the hospital mm-hmm. this is the shit that has to be done yeah. if you have they're trying to be nice if you have questions let us know mm-hmm. they say you gotta acknowledge the order this they and the question was if we can't see the patient because they're on hold mm-hmm. does that affect the metric and they said no as long as you're writing a note within the 24 hours it says you attempted mm-hmm. medically they're unstable or yeah. for whatever reason i see a hand oh lord what and he's like well uh we've been seeing a lot of the time that these patients are on bed rest put in by the the ordering physician and it's an undetermined amount of bed rest and da 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 goes on probably like a three minute Mm -hmm. tirade about the bed rest so and they're trying to be really nice like oh we haven't heard that we'll have Mm -hmm. to look into the order set i literally in the middle of this room said but if we write a note saying we attempted and they were on bed rest that should cover it right they're like "Mm mm-hmm why are we talking about they just said that it's just people who want to hear themselves talk. I had this coworker this week, <laughs> and I guess right now she's not talking to me, which I think is funny. But anyway, How so do you, I want to harness this power that you have. I, I don't know why people. Well, okay, never mind. I won't say that. Anyway, so this woman comes up to me, and there was a particular thing that that occurred with some of us as as coworkers there, where we moved some equipment around, and so because I'm a little bit more tech savvy than most people, like I was able to move my stuff or move uh-huh. the stuff or whatever without any issue. So she comes to me and she asks me to help her, and I was like hey you know this is you know the the company's equipment and i don't want to be held liable for it if something happens with your equipment i'll only be held liable for mine Mm -hmm. and so she's like oh well can you just at least like talk me through it and i was like i just ended up getting so not frustrated but just like i just had to professionally tell her how needy she was so i literally said to this woman i said the amount of daily assistance that you require i do not have the bandwidth to meet that need i would cry if someone like it I was just like, I don't understand how you operate at having and requiring such a high level of assistance daily. Well, and have you seen all the TikToks that are like, women now are too in their masculine and you need to live this softer life and you need to ask for help and you need to do all this shit. And I'm like, it just sounds so inefficient. Not with another woman. No. 
don't no, don't but then do I your see, soft life with me. I see these people who act like that, and I'm like, are you getting everything you want? Is this why you act like this? Because yeah. it works. Obviously, it has to. Like you're, we're doing the same fucking job it. here. Yeah, and I just keep telling her no. <laughs> so it makes. But me, I feel like Mark, also right? I'm not a lot of things but what i am for the most part is socially aware okay. so when people come at me with that kind of shit i'm like oh obviously they're telling me to fuck off they're mm. trying to be polite and tell me to leave them the fuck yeah alone. why does no one get that because people are not self-aware that's why i need y'all to take a hint seriously well speaking of speaking of take a hint is this uh, where you tell me something no <laughs> speaking of taking speaking a hint i'm taking a hint uh-huh this one <laughs> no we were talking about um because last or night before last uh one of my one of my really good friends one of my best friends she came in town and so we went out to eat and everything mm -hmm. and we kind of noticed like the tipping culture like the our waiter was not um very attentive i'll say that um now i will say let me just preface this by saying i am a tipper okay i tip all just the time tip? now well i mean i'm not gonna i'm gonna pay for the bill yes <laughs> but i'm also gonna i'm a tipper and I don't like to go out to restaurants with people who do not tip. But I feel like tipping culture nowadays is a little bit hostile, okay? And I'm going to give you a, a few examples. So I went to um, one of the burger joints here because it's a vegetarian burger place. And when I got my burger, burger if it's yes, it is. It has lettuce, tomatoes, okay. onions, and mayo on two pieces we'll of bread. face off on that at another time. <laughs> and so, the, like, when I paid for the meal, they were like, oh, do you want to add a tip? And I was like, well. In the drive-thru? In the drive-thru. Oh, you got me fucked in up. In the drive-thru, they asked. Star did you hear that stutter? Starbucks yeah. does that too. Coffee places do that, I guess. Okay, well, that's different because they're making specialty drinks and you that's come up true. there, I want to vente this, this, that, with this, this, that, hold it, that cream foam, if I order a number one, if, if I order a number one, there's no extra stuff that you need to but do But also, with like, your job is to just assemble these burgers, and you're already assembling them. You're just making one for me. I'm just getting that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I'm just like, the, the way tipping culture is so, like, weird and hostile. Like, so, for example, too, there was a, a article that I read that DoorDash released a statement saying that, allegedly, that um, your delays of your DoorDash orders may increase because of tipping or the lack thereof. Mm. And I just feel like, okay, I'm a person who does not use DoorDash. Do you use DoorDash? Yes, but I would like to, I wish that showed you a history of just the times you've added items to your DoorDash cart, seen the total with the tip and immediately removed it from your cart. I'm like, oh, I'm not that hungry. Yeah. Because it's so overpriced. It's insane. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, okay. So that was kind of the, the, the discussion that my friend and I were having. Cause I was like, okay, when you order something from DoorDash, you are already surcharged. I believe like, so if your meal from, from Chick-fil-A costs normally $10, if you mm -hmm. were to go through the drive through and now it's $25 because of DoorDash, it's like a they, delivery tax, then yes. a service fee, then the driver fee, right. then a tip. Or so something. my my thing is, why I don't understand why people are getting upset that people are not tipping them for DoorDash when you volunteer to do this and door whatever that surcharge is, mm -hmm. DoorDash should be giving that to the driver. Because again, if I go through a drive through and I'm paying ten dollars for my meal. That, that's it. Like when I get Pizza Hut, they're driving that to me. I'm going to tip the driver because again, I'm not paying an extra surcharge for the food. Like that's a part of yeah. pay, the, the service of having, you know, Pizza Hut or Domino's or whatever. But for DoorDash, you're charging an extra like 50% on top of that just to bring it. Fees. It's a service. But my thing is send the service fee to the damn driver. Yeah. They're getting ridiculous. Even at the movies, if you do a mobile ticket are you serious you get a two dollar service charge instead of because instead of going to the theater and buying your ticket 
you have used your phone. And so I don't know if they, if you have to pay a company to facilitate all of those charges and that's what the fee is going towards. But I would think it's just the company. Well, even in, straight. even in the grocery stores, they're doing that now. They're asking for like, oh, you want to leave a tip I for the cashier? And I'm like, what? To scan my own groceries? Absolutely yeah, and it's not. Self, it's, it's in self-checkout, I not in the regular cashier area. No. Because, you know, even too, when I when I was growing up, or in South Florida uh, specifically, <laughs> Publix, I remember my best friend used to work for Publix for many, many years, um, since, ever since she was in high school. And I remember if you help somebody with their bags out to their car, you cannot accept the tip, which I think is the dumbest thing because they always ask you, hey, do you want help putting your groceries in your car? Now, to me, that's an extra service that does not come along with you just regularly right. ringing up my groceries and stuff. So, yes, tipping should be, you know, uh, you, you should be willing to tip even sky caps and stuff like that at the airport. These people are picking up your bags and stuff like that. That's kind to tip. But in this industry, I feel like we are screaming at the consumers to tip, but nobody is screaming at the company. Mm-hmm. To pay their workers also, more money. Services, I love good service. I will pay for good service. Very true. It's getting piss poorier and piss poorier. <laughs> is that a word? Poor-ier? Yes, it is. And so, like, when we were in Europe, there you don't tip. No, you There's don't. No they tips. look at you weird. It's disrespectful to tip. And, yeah, the servers are absent for half of your meal. Yeah. But I'm not fucking paying your tip. So exactly. it doesn't really matter. I'm okay over here because yeah. you're not getting any of my money. Besides, you know what I mean? I wish people could tip us in healthcare. People have tried to I tip wiped your ass. I want mm-hmm. you to tip me. I, I really don't, but I'm just I, saying. In ARU one time, this man, I told him a plan for a day. And he goes, and how much will that cost? Aww. And I was like, $150. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to shower on top? $350. One of my coworkers, every time you ask her a question, and she answers your question, because she always she knows the answer to everything. And you're just like, hey, such, 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 such. And she's like, oh, okay, you get the answer. She's like, that'll be $5. <laughs> and I'm like, well, as long as I owe you, you'll never go broke. But no, I, I think the service industry at large, like, us in the service industry, because we are, as physical and occupational therapists, we are in the business of service. But I just feel like, again, these company people, the consumers, the customers should not be held responsible for paying people living wages. Mm-hmm. And the company, the responsibility needs to be thrown back on the company to pay these people a living wage. There's no reason why in the year 2023... You working at Olive Garden, your base salary is $2.50. And then That's you get insane. pissed off at a big party because they don't tip. But you're not getting pissed off at Olive Garden. Yeah, That just makes no sense. My tip should, you should be balling because of tips. Where not as in the result of it. From, and like where the 20% came from and the 15% came. Oh, and this whole gratuity That's added good. for big party shit. Yeah, I don't like Y'all that know either. I never read the receipt. Y'all know I'm going to tip on top of that. And exactly. you're betting on it. I'm pissed. I get pissed every time. No, I read my receipts. But I don't I don't have a problem tipping people, whether you're doing a good job or not. I just think that it's kind Because even last night, the, the, the waiter that we had, he wasn't very attentive. But at the same time, I understood from his standpoint, he had a table with 10 plus people. So I'm like, okay. He's not paying us any attention. I asked about some pumpkin cheesecake. He got a little, a little flat. He, I was just like, hey, do y'all have any ch- pumpkin cheesecake? No. He just walks away. Well, bitch, I said I was ready to order, but okay, whatever. I still tipped him at the end of the day because I know that there are times where I'm at work and I don't feel like being all jolly, jolly and mm-hmm. very attentive. So I can completely understand that. And I don't, I just met this guy. I'm not going to take his service personally. But if you just downright a piece of shit while you're serving somebody, I'm not giving you Well, and here's the thing. His, I mean, I'm lying. At I the end of the day, tip. if you first of all, I will always tip a server because I wouldn't want to do that job and I appreciate mm-hmm. you doing that. I Seriously. wouldn't want to fucking do it. At the end of the day, your job as a server is to what? Take my order and bring the food. That's truly it. And I would like for you to not do it with a stank ass attitude, 
But if you did, so what? You still did your job. Exactly. So I appreciate when people, you know, do go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. and, and I like to show appreciation for that. Yeah. Um, but also it's hard out here. It is. But I think, again, the responsibility and the accountability needs to be put back on these large, corp greedy ass corporations who do not pay their servers and do not pay their workers. That's who you should be pissed off at. That's who we all should be pissed off at. Where did that start that we're going to pay you a dollar an hour, but hopefully you'll get tips? Because I don't know. Probably some white man. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, I have this great business idea. Yeah. We're not going to pay you. Same but people as credit cards. if these people would like to pay you. Exactly. Because people were, were probably capitalizing <clears throat> too much on making too many tips. And then they were canceling their shifts. And so they're like, you know what? We're going to make your base salary $2. And it's just like, that should be illegal that an Olive Garden waitress or waiter salary is below minimum wage. You're that makes really no damn sense. really focusing on Olive Garden today. Well, I mean, I, I haven't gone to Olive Garden very well, long Well, do you time. know, in the, I've never... I don't know what Olive Garden pays. This is all I literally haven't been to Olive Garden in years. I never talk about it. I never crave it. In the yeah. last two weeks, out of my mouth, the words Olive Garden have come out probably four or five times. Really? Yeah. I haven't been to Olive it's Garden in years. It's been on my years. mind. I don't, I don't really like There must be a TikTok like about it or something. Yeah, I don't really like pasta like that. What really? were you talking about? Uh, I mean, I do, but... Not it just makes me bloated, you know, yeah, it and it makes my, it makes me have a moon face. So, yeah. Cute. No, no, it's not. What were you talking about, Elon Musk? Um, if you've ever sat and thought, man, I wish someone would shave my head, drill a hole into my skull, implant a microchip that kind of works as what Elon calls a Fitbit of your brain <laughs> uh, wow. for an experimental basis, then boy, oh boy, does Elon Musk have the opportunity for you. I don't trust anything. Man says, he is okay. asking for volunteers now for his brain micro trip that he's trying to launch. And he has thousands of people volunteering. Okay. Wait. So, okay. Here's, here's my question. Yeah. Um, in the world of research, we know that research has to be approved and to make sure that it doesn't harm humans or species and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've heard about that. Who, what governing body is going to allow him to practice on humans, even if they want to participate in this? I don't know how it works. Oh, the FDA. The FDA is approving that. Neuralink is what it's called. And it has is, FDA clearance to start see, messing with people's heads. This is how you know, allegedly, that the FDA is paid off. Because they ban the research of stem cells. Mm -hmm. Stem cells. Mm -hmm. But you're going to let this man practice on people's brains? Mm -hmm. Wow. Why do I need a Fitbit in my brain? For... Just give what are you make trying to make Ozempic and insulin free? This is why everybody needs to watch the hundred. Go watch the hundred on Netflix and you'll see what this is about. Like is season insane. five, you'll see it. <laughs> it aims to operate on 11 people next year at over 22,000 by 2030. Oh my God. I want off this planet. <laughs> I want off this planet. Can you Jesus fit Lord. it in your skull? What do the Simpsons have to say about this? Do we have an episode of the know. Simpsons about that? No, I don't. I'm Well, I don't watch the Simpsons. No. It's very educational. It's, it's very just, predictable. It too. just makes me scared. Well, oh, yeah, true. It's kind of like how true. I feel when I watch Black Mirror because I'm like, oh, this could 100% happen. Oh, well. But yeah, Elon's at it again. He's always doing some crazy shit. Didn't he just, he said he would pay Wikipedia a crazy amount of money to change their name to Dickopedia? Did you see that? This is how you know he, okay, Elon, and this is not a threat against his life. This is not a threat against his life. I repeat, this is not a threat against his life. People who start wondering stuff like this need to get off this planet because you are so rich and wealthy that you are bored with regular human activity. 
Well, my question is, um, like, you know how they say, like, art begets life, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and, like, people make these crazy memes about him. Now mm-hmm. I, I genuinely don't know what's real and what's fake. And I feel like 15, 20 years ago, there were all these conversations about, like, the internet's going to get so crazy, you won't know what's real and mm-hmm. what's fake. I genuinely don't know what's real and what's fake. AR. Someone could tell me that Elon Musk wanted to implant a chip in everyone's brain. I'd be like, that sounds insane, but it's fucking true. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Whenever you even say, even speaking of the internet and stuff that apparently there's some kind of solar activity that's been going on. Allegedly that, um, it could wipe out the internet for like a week like or that, a month like or the whatever. Netflix movie that's coming yes. out. Yes. And I'm just like, people are just like, I, I saw Charlamagne, the guy he posted, he was just like, thank God, the great disconnect. I was like, sir, I don't think you understand where our society is. And I'm thinking about sp- simply from the medical field. Everything is geared toward Wi-Fi, the mm-hmm. internet, how we access things, how drugs are accessed. You can't get into a Pixis. It was an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Somebody hacked the hospital. They could not give medication or even find out people's blood type and, and their cross match and whatnot because they had no Wi-Fi. Ma'am, the other day at the hospital, our server went down, Meditech went down. Oh, really? You would think, and like, first of all, it's a hospital. I kind of love when that happens because you don't have to do work. It's fun. <laughs> it's like a movie day at work. Yeah. Like a movie day in school. We can't feels. see. This is not safe. I can't see patients. Oh my God. Which it's not fucking safe. You don't know it's anything not. about any of your patients. Okay. Yeah. So like our job, like we are the last people that need to worry about anything. Everyone will be True. okay. You can figure it out. Yeah. Whatever. But, and everyone in the hospital, for the most part, if you're, doing direct patient care you are educated to an extent to an extent yeah like you and you should see everyone as soon as the computers go out everyone's like well i don't know what the fuck to do right everything's on the computer right. you don't know what medicines someone just got when mm-hmm. they got them you don't know how to pull meds you don't know i can't look yeah. up a chart you don't it's insane you don't know their weight because uh, weight bearing no you don't know and, anything about the, every yeah. single thing and yeah they have the hard chart no one half the shit's where on the hard it? chart where anymore. no it? one knows where it's at exactly and all of these people who are educated and do this job every day everyone's like oh uh, uh, yeah ooh. no one knows what to do it's it's scary because we so much of our lives is on wi-fi oh i know one phone number Oh, see, I know. See, I come from the from the the generation of knowing phone that's numbers. True. So I memorize phone Actually, numbers. Actually, I know too. I know my mom's phone number and my best friend's mom's phone number, and that's see, on I, some pre cell phone shit. I know at least twenty people's phone numbers off the top of your head, yeah. and that's why I know I if something happens to this world, only people over thirty five will survive. Absolutely, because we survive without it. Yeah, you've had that. There's that part of your brain mm-hmm. that had to be developed. I've yeah. been given everything. Critical thinking. <laughs> that so, one. Survival ability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Executive functioning. Yes. All that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm doomed. It's scary to think about that because I'm just like, you're, most people's houses are run off Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Your security cameras or I don't your TV have, or your, you know. Where's the physical key to my house? <laughs> okay. Don't tell anybody that. But. Well, it's the shit's locked down. It's like Fort Knox. Right. Which I am allowed to do when I have it somewhere. But I don't use the physical key to my house hardly ever because I have all these other locks through wi-fi through the well keypad. even most people's starters in their car yeah they don't have like an actual key yeah how do you start your car if it's key i have a key you have a key mm-hmm. i loved having because hondas and, and toyotas will not get especially toyotas will not get rid of their starters because of that it's a reliability issue mm-hmm. so that's why they don't trust remote Smart. start yeah but no I, I definitely have a key i have a physical key that i have to put into my ignition i love that yeah 
and I won't get rid of it. Yeah, but, so um, it's the end of the world as we know it, people. It is. Also, probably don't. I know I was an advocate for the Apple chip in the wrist because I would love to not have to carry any identification and or a credit card. That's a definitely a Gen Z thing. Um, but a microchip in the brain just sounds a little... Nah, we I also it. watched that HBO show, remember? That was like... Upload? No, but that was a good one too. Yeah. This one was about like... Um, a Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk type of person implants a chip into his girlfriend because it's supposed to be like it brings you closer together. So oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. That shit went south. So. Yeah. Well, even too, even even the hundred and even um, what was the other one you were telling me about? Um, black, like Black Mirror mm-hmm. with you know you put the little what is it swallow a pill or something? They put some kind of chip somewhere in the back of their head or attaches to the back of their skull and then they are in a whole video game. It's crazy. I'm like hello, have y'all seen the Matrix? Seriously. The Matrix was made how many years ago? And we Keanu forget. Was trying to tell y'all. I mean, come on. Lawrence Fishburne. Even Jada, Jada was in there was at there. one point. Come on. It's crazy. Well, speaking of Jada, adjacent to Jada, uh, who released a new book. What were we talking about Britney Spears and her book? So I read with my ears the Britney Spears audio. Um, you listened to an audio book? Yeah. I'm very audio book shit. you. It's now you're trying to be like me. Well, it's nice because you don't have, like, if you don't have time to read, but you still want to read something. True. You can be doing a bunch of other stuff. Very true. Which well, is, I listen to them all. yeah, very time, con- I mean, not time consuming, time efficient, time wise. Time efficient. Time- mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that was such a good book. Really? I, and first, so Michelle Williams is reading it, not Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. People have been getting that a little confused. Yeah. Um, I she, think we know if it was Michelle Williams. Can Destiny's you imagine? Child. Michelle Williams reads it. And if, I forgot it was her. I literally thought it was Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. That she, I don't know how she makes her voice sound like that, but it's amazing. That book was so telling and informative and shocking, but fair. Mm. It's not just like a trash talking, gossip loaded, like, let yeah. me tell you all these salacious things. She's just like, there's so many times look, she was like, yeah, you guys probably thought I was crazy because the things I did looked crazy, but I was going crazy. And mm-hmm. here's the reason why. Yeah. And it just talks about how shitty her dad was and how horrible her sister was and how she just loved dancing and performing. So for a while, she didn't give a shit that everyone mm-hmm. was using her. And then she looked around and she was like, okay, well, I want to stop and I can't. No one will let me. Yeah. And you guys are ruining my life and just how horrible they were to her. Ashley O. Yeah. And then like, of course, so that she talks about like the Justin stuff in the early days mm-hmm. and when she was really, and that's cool too, just to hear like what she was going through. Mm-hmm. But the whole back half of the book is just about the conservatorship and yeah. how much she was working, how little she had control of her own money, how much her dad was making, mm-hmm. how horrible her life was. And it's sad. It's just like, even she is one, it's like Michael Jackson, Britney Spears, like those names, mm-hmm. everyone all over the world knows those names. She was yeah, so Britney Spears powerful. was a phenom. And it great. I think back and like even the things she was saying, she she'll read stats about herself. Mm-hmm. Like I was the first woman to do this, and yeah. I was holding. The, and I was like, you were. I think her phenom was even greater at that time than Taylor Swift is now. I would agree. Like Britney Spears was the it girl. Like. Yeah across the board people went crazy over britney spears mm-hmm. and just internationally like taylor swift they got shit on britney spears and especially in that time where social media was not a thing you she was that it was that it was crazy that the pandemonium. without the constant right. media publicity of exactly. social media which is insane to me and like the record sales she crazy crazy yep 
Um, and to just know that she was like a fucking prisoner and couldn't do anything. And we all, and people were just like, Oh my God, I wish I had Britney Spears life. No, the no. hell you don't. You better stop wishing and hoping and praying for these celebrities lives Cause you don't know what the hell they going through. She talks about how one night she wanted to take her dancers out for dinner. This is when I think she was doing the Vegas residency mm-hmm. and she was just like, we had had a good show. It was a good run. I was so proud of them. Took them out for dinner. Her card got declined because she got an allowance weekly Wow, of like $2,000 or something. That is insane. And I was like, to be Britney Spears. Yes. And not have, like, that is insane. I wonder if she could sue the shit out of her dad. I would sue him. Yeah. I don't know if she could, because it I mean, she probably could. She may be. Because you, I'm sorry, if you, I want to know how much money this man actually oh, took Oh, he was from bringing her. like $60 million or something crazy like that. Jesus. And he was paying everyone around her who was making her life hell a shit ton of money so that they would keep wow it was like every time she said at one point every time she left a room he was informed about it she couldn't have her own self she couldn't have anything i don't think conservatorship should be allowed for anyone who does not have a documented disability yeah that that to me conservatorship should only be utilized for those purposes people who are incapacitated who cannot make decisions for themselves not that you just try to deem crazy especially in the entertainment industry if these if these famous people want to spend all their fucking money if wendy williams want to spend her money Mm -hmm. let let her the fuck do it she earned the right to do whatever she wanted to do with her money every three months it needs to be reevaluated. like are they doing better are they doing better are they doing better you as a conservator should have a limit on how much you are paid what was your what was your fee before that's what you're going to maintain and all the other bills should now be mm-hmm. taken into consideration and it should be a whole you should only get an allowance if this person yep. is getting allowance you should get an allowance too because that's dangerous well and even at the end she was like at one point she told the judge i don't care if i have a conservator i just do not want it to be this man yeah. please get him out of here and they were like no that's what i'm saying and he was probably paying them off yeah and allegedly. she was like so you're telling me i can perform all of these shows i've been doing this i've been doing this vegas residency i can go out here and do all these things and do press interviews but i can't control my own life that's I can't insane manage my own money it was shocking i blame kevin Federline. um yeah he's an idiot because the spiral the downward spiral came with him and her kids too. I would have gave them kids. I, 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 get away well, from my parents' And that's rights. all they did was dangle kids. the kids in front of her, and all she wanted to do was be with the kids. Yeah. And, and I'd be like, "Fuck them kids. I can have some more. Fuck them." <laughs> As Miss Pat would say, "Fuck them kids," because yeah. they made her life a living hell. So if you were interested in reading it, like mm-hmm. even have an inkling of reading it, do I it. would do it. It was good. I also saw this week. I know we're not there, but no, we're just talking fine. about celebrities. I watched Priscilla, the new Elvis movie that came out. Well, isn't that controversial though? Because she was a minor. Oh. When he yeah. married her, that's Tory Ray. There's a 10 year age Bist. difference. 14, 24. My that's Lord. when they met. Um, she, so Priscilla Presley wrote a book called Elvis and Me, which is what this movie is based off of. Mm. Did you see the Elvis movie, the Baz Luhrmann Elvis Definitely movie? Definitely not. Not a fan. It was like too. Tom Hanks freaked me the fuck out in that movie, and it was like a weird <laughs> acid trip of an Elvis movie. This is all about Priscilla, basically, because mm-hmm. she was fucking 14. She met him in Germany because yeah. they were. She was on a military base. He was in the military. Mm-hmm. Bitch, she flies back over here at like 16, starts staying with him. Mm-hmm. They're married by twin. And so it's insane because he just Disgusting. like, it is very much giving Kim Kanye, if there was an age gap, the way he used to like dress her up and had to mm-hmm. make sure she looked like this. Very pedo ish. And very like, she was nothing, but he let her into all these spaces mm-hmm. and she felt like, oh, I'm someone with you. Yeah. Very like that, but it was very good. Mm. it was very interesting to see yeah you probably won't but Mm -hmm. um it was just interesting and 
He groomed the fuck out of her. Yeah. Well, why else would you be with a 14-year-old? Um, yeah, and I think he like... And not a 24-year-old when you're 24. When you're Elvis. That's what, you could have anybody. Would, you wanted somebody female, to control. It's like Drake. Drake's with all these 16-year-old girls, and you're like, that's allegedly. weird. It's Drake, allegedly. That's right. It's Drake. It's the same weird shit. But it was like, he kept Marcus her as a pet. Allegedly. He kept her as a pet. That's what it seems yeah. like. Like, he wanted her to be this perfect girl with mm-hmm. her. He didn't even have sex with her very much, says Priscilla Presley in her book like that was the problem too because she was like 18 and wanted to have sex with her boyfriend and he was like no what was he gay no he was fucking all these other women but you didn't want to have sex with your wife i'm telling you was he like kept her as this weird pet i don't understand it maybe he was never sexually attracted to i don't know that's weird i don't know because she maintains that they did not have sex until she was married to him that they would do other stuff but they didn't have intercourse right and even once they were married, he would like, it was very seldom that they would sleep together. Wow. But he was off sleeping with all of these other women. That is really, maybe he wanted her to be, remain pure. He was like, oh, I probably got some of them fucking around with all these other women. That's yeah, gross. Yeah, it was really weird. But if you're interested in that, I would also see it. <laughs> well, uh, kind of, well, child stars, so piggybacking off of, um, this is a not so great topic, but we got to talk about right. it. Um so Kiki Palmer, who is an amazing child star, we all know and love from she was in a barbershop or beauty shop. She was in Akila and the B. Akila and the B. She was true true vape Jackson, Jackson VP. She uh played What's in, the other one? Not Akila and the B, but the jump rope one. Was she in a jump rope movie? No, not that I can recall. She did the Carolina White story on Lifetime. She also did uh she had a was she in her the own talk 3LW? show. No, not <laughs> in three D- or what's the show? She TLC, the TLC, the bio, TLC biopic. biopic. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So unfortunately, so y'all know how we talked about it on this show uh, previously, and we reported that jump in. That's what I was thinking. Oh, of. that she had um, she had a baby by baby bummy baby. the dude's brother from Insecure, Darius. Darius Jackson. Darius Jackson, right. So they had a baby together, and um, no, more notably about their relationship, nobody knows who this guy is, right? But the point is, he she did uh, she went to uh, Usher show, and this beautiful see through outfit, right? That was very very sexy, very gorgeous. And he went on Twitter to say, "But you're a mom. Put on some damn clothes." Basically, allegedly, right? So it just came out this week that um, unfortunately, uh, she has been um, the victim of dem- domestic violence in with this relationship with him. So much so that her mother actually came out and said something. And one thing about Miss Sharon, she don't ever say nothing. She barely posts on social media. So for his, for her mother to come out and make a statement, mm-hmm. you know, talking about this situation was, uh, you could definitely tell there's some truth behind it. Allegedly, I'm just saying allegedly for the protection of our well, podcast. Yeah. But also, too, Kiki Palmer um, ended up uh, posting some still images from her security footage because uh, this week, this past week, she was granted a restraining order and full temporary custody. custody of their son um before they could have anything uh before the trial and all that kind of stuff or some further findings and he now has all his visitation is taken away at this point because of the restraining order that's in and place. the courts don't play the courts do not play and two again she has these the, this footage of security footage in her house where he trespassed there's a, a steel frame of him like um she's halfway on the couch 
Um, and apparently she's been enduring this for like a year or something like that, allegedly. What but I heck? just think it's so sad because, again, you talk about, you know, picking it back and off of Britney Spears and you see these people's lives. You see them in front of the camera. You see them mm-hmm. on social media and they look so happy and so amazing and all of the kind of stuff. And you don't know the dark shit that they're dealing with. And then you look at them. Oh, it's relationship goals. No, the fuck it ain't. Mm-mm. Did you see? So Darius's brother is drove from Insecure. Right. Did you see his tweet and delete? Mm-mm. He tweeted and he said... My phone locked. Hold. The most disgusting, vile, abusive, manipulative person I have ever encountered in my entire life. Dot dot dot. Abuses almost everyone. Y'all will see. Just send positive energy to the babies. Any child in the middle of something like this does not deserve it at all. Wow, so damn sad. Was he talking about his brother? Well, that's what I'm saying. Because he couldn't have been talking about Kiki. I know. Kiki don't have a history of abuse. Yeah. So I that's that was my question. I would assume he was talking about Kiki Palmer because it's his brother, but his, his brother is the one that's being accused, accused of being of, a, a, yeah. So who who would have known Insecure would be such a hotbed? That they got a lot going on. Because so Kiki Palmer met her baby daddy now ex through Insecure because she was on Insecure. Mm-hmm. She played a what you call a sister Condola not Condola. Well, that's her real name. Condola's sister. Con- no, that's not I her real know. name. I'm sorry. I don't know. What Condola is the girl on the show. Yes, <laughs> but that's not her real name. The real Condola is Felicia Rashad. Christina daughter. Elmore. Yes. And Kiki Palmer ate that shit up. She did. She, she was. She wanted to be. A, she, she wanted to so be likeable. an enemy of Condola, but mm-hmm. she, uh, Issa ended up making her the sister of her. And she was hilarious. too good. I hated her on that show. I did too. She, she was. So she good. played it very well. But I just think it's it's really sad because again, we live in a day and age where, um, again, people glorify people's lives when you don't know the real truth of what's going on. Mm-hmm. People only show you snippets of their life, and you think that they that you know them. And, you know, you look at her and you would never suspect that she's going through this because she's such a vocal person on, on social media about, you know, respecting women and, you know, men taking care of their responsibilities and women taking care of their responsibilities. And then for her to be going through this, you know, it's it's really sad because it's just like, damn. You know. Oh, I thought you were. OK. No, no I'm just saying. Um, I think money and fame make everything harder. I don't think it ever makes things. But I. I think it also makes it Easier. difficult too when you have a woman who makes more money than you and who's more famous than you. But I'm like, dude, you knew she was famous when you first met her. So this mm-hmm. idea that she was going to dumb herself down to be able to be on your level is stupid. You should have just brought yourself up. Also, I don't ever know why people fix their fingers to tweet some shit about their partner that is famous. Well, you could tell he had no access to her. That's why he tweeted that shit. Because if you felt like she was having an issue with her clothing and that she was dressing too sexy, you should have texted that to her. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she probably ignored you and then you decided to take it to Twitter, like people were going to come against her and be on your side. No, sir. That's not the way that's going to work. And I hate to say this, but these pictures of him give random man in Atlanta. Do you know the vibe? Like <laughs> yes. that's the vibe. Like who is shout, shout out to Morgan on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Like you, I would never be able to, who is this? Who is this man? Sorry yeah. to this man. Mm-mm. Kiki Palmer is an unsung hero. She's America's sweetheart. Everyone's gonna rally like, behind her. You fucked up. Always, sir. always. You went after our girl. What's Kiki? Is Kiki her full name? No, her name is Lauren. Lauren Kiana Palmer. 
Mm. But her sister called her Kiki, so that's where she gets Kiki. Okay, well, I only know that because I just watched the interview about. Oh. <laughs> it. I knew Kiki wasn't her real name. I knew it was Lauren, but I didn't know where they got the Kiki from. Well, pray for but, um, what's her baby's name, like Ladarius or something. Leotis, Leotis, the oldest ass country bumpkin Leotis. name. Leotis, <laughs> just like Jesus Lord, she was dead serious. Hey, Leotis. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, speaking of uh, other prayers, uh, we got to talk about it because we are a socially responsible podcast. Um, we are, well, I, I won't say we, I won't generalize this. I was, um, I am personally praying for it. Not because you're not, I'm just saying, I don't want to put my opinions on you. She just threw that under well, the bus. No, 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 no. I just don't want to, cause I don't know where you stand on it. I don't, I don't I'm wanna, a humanitarian. God humanitarian. damn it. Humanitarian. <laughs> no, no, no. I just don't want to, I don't want to speak for you. So I will speak for me only mm-hmm. because I know this is a very sensitive topic and there's people on different aisles and whatnot, but, um, I am personally praying for the people that are in Congo. Um, as they are going through a silent genocide. And I think over like two or three million people have have now died as a result. Um, there are a lot of companies, tech companies, uh, I think Apple allegedly is one of them that is uh, currently uh, stripping Congo of its national natural resource of, I think it's Colton or it may be cobalt, something like that. To the, it's the stuff that we use to make phones and iPads and all that kind of stuff and electric vehicles. And they are raping these women. They're killing. They're literally genociding the crap out of Congo. Um, so we are praying for the uh, safety and um, refuge of these wonderful, beautiful people. Also, too, I am personally praying for, continuing to pray for the people, the Palestinian people in Gaza who are undergoing currently a genocide that is being recorded. Um, at the hands of descendants of people who survived genocide, which is sad. And I've been following some of the social media. Um, I guess they were, I, I don't want to call them influencers because they're in the middle of a genocide and that's not being influenced. That's beside feet on the boots on the ground, boots on the ground. And they are recording, you know, documenting a lot of stuff of what's actually going on. And it's sad because they're bombing hospitals. Mm-hmm. Israel is bombing hospitals. Israel is bombing hospitals. Where people are going for refuge. And I just, side note, as a healthcare worker, I cannot imagine my house is bombed, my family is killed, and I'm stuck at work and you decide to bomb my job. The same way y'all feel about people shooting up schools where kids should be safe. Seriously. Is the same way you should feel about a hospital being bombed. Yep. There are some places that have always been off limits. Off limits to war. To it's war. Hard. But this is not a war. This is a genocide and that's why they don't care. Israel doesn't care specifically. Well, just so everybody knows, I'm also praying for everyone. No, I'm all I'm, right. I just don't like to put my views onto you unless oh, yeah. I know we've talked about it collectively. But yeah, no, it's horrible. I didn't even know about all the shit going on in the Congo. Yeah, because um, it's black people. Hmm. I'm just being honest, like George because I didn't know either. I didn't know either. Did you just see? No, probably. Not. I think we may need to rethink Kanye's plate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We may we may need to do an apology tour with Kanye, and I won't I won't I won't further explain right now. But I think I think maybe I owe Kanye an apology. On well, some stuff and here's he the said. thing that I have always thought about Kanye West. I think you always believed him. I believe him because I think that when you have been in that kind of space for so long, you mm-hmm. see a lot of shit. I think he talks out of the side of his neck a lot. Yeah. There's truth to what he's saying, but he doesn't know how to play the game. And that's why everyone True. calls him a loose cannon. Like if he became like, um, even like a John legend short sort of situation, okay. who kind of just sits there, yeah. says things. When he says something, people rally behind him right. because he knows how to 
be on the quote right side of an argument mm-hmm. or say things that don't kind of piss people off, yeah. but then knows the right moves to make. Kanye West just like will fly off. George Bush doesn't like black people. Yes. <laughs> like whoa, and we're so alive. <laughs> what he was trying to say was, wow, it sure doesn't feel like the American government gives a fuck about the people in New Orleans, mm-hmm. considering we're all dying, we're stuck in a huge arena, and no yeah. one's letting us out. That's not what he said. It's not what he said. It's not what he said. <laughs> so I'm like, but he just, wasn't wrong. In what he, said. he wasn't wrong. What he was saying was that these people were being treated horribly and that the government shouldn't be Absolutely. doing more. Um, he needed a little more media training. He mm-hmm. did also have mental health issues. I just, okay. But then I just listened to this podcast that was kind of chronicling Adi- him and Adidas and mm. all of their, so yeah, he brought so much money to that company. He did. He was doing such awful shit within that company. Mm-hmm. And I think he does shit just to piss people off because yeah. he can a lot of the time, which yeah. also doesn't work in your favor. Because then when you're trying to make a point, people are like, you just do things but to piss to, you off. To his defense, to a degree, as I'm learning and unlearning a lot, was especially with this with this genocide that's happening over in Palestine, um, we as Americans are, un- are unlearning a lot of stuff that we thought was real or mm-hmm. we thought was true for going back to your point earlier about you don't know on social media or on just on the news what's real and what's not. And I think... Some of the stuff that Kanye has said is truthful. Obviously, his delivery was a bit much for people to digest. Right. So it made it seem like he's crazy and off his meds, which I've personally said, right? Which I still think he was off his meds. I mean, he's crazy. <laughs> I think he was off his medications. But yeah. also, too, even with him being off his medications, there was still truth in what he was saying to a degree. Correct. And we've had this whole, like, there is you can't say we've had this conversation before about mm-hmm. specifically um how you can't speak out or speak negatively about jewish people in hollywood mm-hmm. a lot of the time because immediately no matter what you say people, you're anti-semitic you're yeah, anti-semitic so, people yeah. will shut it down because there's this mm-hmm. fear of you know they own so much of the industry right. you will get into all of these things I think a lot of the things he does is like, oh, you think this is bad? This is just a symbol. It doesn't mean anything unless you put meaning to it. Oh, mm-hmm. you think this is crazy? It doesn't actually mean anything yeah. until you put this meaning to it. Yeah. But still, when people hear crazy things, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, that's crazy. And we got to denounce it right. so that we don't get pulled into it. Yeah. Than to be like, you know. And I think him saying it really opened up a door, but he didn't know how to navigate through that door. I think if it would have been like an Amanda Seals yeah. saying what he said, she has the education and not, not only the education but she has the articulation to be able to make the points valid that he was saying to a degree and you're seeing it play out in real time especially with israel versus palestine because it's not palestine versus israel it's in my personal opinion from the research that i've done and then also Mm -hmm. too i think we get into this very dangerous rhetoric that anytime you go against this big machine that now you're anti-semitic first of all just because i disagree with you does not mean that i feel like you deserve to die because that's not let's stop with the bullshit let's stop with calling people anti-semitic who disagree with the fact that israel is literally committing war crimes and a genocide on people who can't even fight back you're bombing hospitals they didn't even do that shit in in vietnam world war one world war two they didn't do none of that shit hospitals are off limits Mm -hmm. children are off limits schools are off limits and you're bombing them talking about that's not us. That's Hamas. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because they're recording it. It's this, which is why, again, 
they wanted to ban TikTok because that's the only what that's the only app right now where globally everyone is able to see the same shit in real time. Who would have thought this little dance app? Well, and, and then even too, there was this one guy, I wish I remember his name from TikTok. He made a very good point with regard to the whole actors and writer strike. Because as you all know, or this past week, the actor strike is now done. Mm-hmm. They've come to an agreement. So now the writer strike was done, I think two weeks ago, and now the, the actor strike. So everybody's getting back their, their ass at work. But I think it, what he was saying, which I agree with, is that, Two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you know, Hollywood walked away from the table from the actor saying, no, 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 we, we want y'all to lose y'all houses. Allegedly, that's uh-huh. what they were saying. We don't care if you lose your houses, your cars, all that bullshit. Now that the 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 media has turned against Israel and all of these companies, all of these countries are coming together in solidarity, especially these Muslim countries. They are coming together to say, OK, bitch, you don't went too far when you bombed this hospital. And now they're they're scrambling, trying to get their media attention back. Now they're just like, oh, let's get back to work in Hollywood. We're yeah. going to distract you with this because right let's now. Give you something to binge. Exactly. Everybody is focused on Palestine and Israel. Because you and took that, away and, my goddamn Netflix special. Exactly. So now that they're bringing it back, they're just like, oh, let's let everybody get mm-hmm. back to this is going to release now and that's going to release now. And it makes sense that you would literally do this because you want to make sure that you're on the right side of the coin. And you're not. You're killing innocent people who do not have guns. Even, um, what was his name? Um the he's a president in africa i can't remember his name but he made a comment and he said first of all you're sitting here killing unarmed men and women okay number two even if hamas was in the hospital you don't blow up the goddamn hospital that's how it's always it's all you send tactical team you are israel is funded by the united states of america let's be clear that's not a legend that's a fact okay follow the money at the end of the day when Osama bin Laden was uh, over in Afghanistan, right, and and doing what he did, they sent tactical teams do you know on how many the checks ground. They have to do before they can pull the trigger on that shit. Thank because you. Because they know in this country, as soon as we get wind of it, it's a whole fucking thing. And I'm not saying that there were no casualties and that, that the United no, States did not drop bombs takes, on people that shouldn't have been. There are they so did. many. You can't. There's checks and balances. There's check. You cannot just go in and fucking open fire on people. Because guess what? We're gonna find out everything. Thank like, you. you. Cannot do that. Shit. You, you. Even if the Hamas was hiding in schools, you don't bomb the whole damn school. There's innocent people that are living there. And then again, like uh, um, there was this other this other video that I was watching that was talking about as much as the 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 ideology of the United States of America, we think we're this country that's like, well, we're the we're the victims. And everybody else is against us. No, the United States of America is the biggest villain in this entire globe. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people who live on this globe and in this uh, in, in the United States, we don't agree with a hundred percent of the shit that our government does. So please don't think that every American thinks that or thinks that our United States government is correct and justified in what they are doing because we don't believe that. Do you know? Okay, the video. It's that old show, Wife Swap. You remember Wife yeah, Swap? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that little boy who only wanted to eat chicken nuggets? He's wearing that like red shirt, and the mom was like a healthy vegan mom. He's mm-hmm. like, oh my god. I just remember the lady dark sided. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you love to see the I'll have to show you this video, but he's just like this little boy, but like talks like a man, but is throwing these fits because he just wants to eat chicken nuggets. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to eat whatever. I'll have to show you. Is he autistic? No, he's just from like Louisiana or something. Oh, I was going to say, because you know, kids have texture issues. Okay. And you know what? I do not know for sure that he did not have some kind of autism. He could possibly. um, From what I know, he didn't. Okay. Wife swap 
chicken nuggets. Okay, I'm so glad this was the first video that popped up. <laughs> Put it in your arm. Yeah. I really do like chicken nuggets. They're good. Curtis, what you for? Chicken nuggets. Okay. Chicken nuggets. Okay, let me find the part where. Okay. To fill these. We can do it. Definitely no cheese in a can. <laughs> <laughs> so the mom is white. The 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 biological mom is white, and the wife swap is black. Mm -hmm. Bacon is good for me. This is very good. You're gonna be going to the grocery store. She thinks, at the blue, she's a smart little girl that she can do whatever she wants. No, that's not how she can do it in our family. She's out like she's the queen, and we're the sorry people. All that to say, this is the United <laughs> States of America. Yeah. Like this little child running around that basically does run the house because no one wants to yeah. deal with his bullshit and everyone's so like, this is just, just, just give him what he wants. We are the chicken nugget kid. Yeah. I, but, and, and then too, we keep going around to other countries trying to make them into little America. Mm -hmm. And then even when they were talking about this whole ceasefire and trying to come together globally, all these other countries are saying, yes, there needs to be a ceasefire. And they asked Joe Biden, oh, decrepit ass, talking about, what are, your, what are the odds or the chances of a ceasefire? He's like, none, zero. Well, and do you you're not getting reelected. I hope you. I hope you had a great four years, Joe. Because you, you. I promise you, like you won't it. be back in that seat again. What just happened? We went over to the Middle East. We tried to make it like America. We did all of these things, and we made women educated, and we let them join all these things, and we just like, for better or for worse, dismantled their entire culture. You destabilized it. To what? Then pull out, and it all went to shit. And now you have like it doesn't exactly. work. You cannot go do that to people. And the thing is, I don't. I don't blame Joe Biden for destabilizing the Middle East because let's be clear: once we went into the Middle East, there were other presidents that already had a presence there mm -hmm. that was working on some shit. This is coming from the Bush, from the Daddy Bush administration to the Clinton administration, the son Bush, Barack Obama, now uh, Trump, and then Joe Biden. All of them had they were Congress just rampant, and, over and, there. and it's not just the presidents of the United States. Let's be clear; they're not just to blame because Congress has to approve certain shit. Mm -hmm. And they and it's Congress also that's to blame for the destabilization in the Middle East and this idea that women. Here's the thing: I'm again a sexist. I'm not a feminist. She people said it once, she'll people say it have rules and regulations in their countries for specific reasons, and the way that the media does, we've all been brainwashed to a degree because that's why I said too we're unlearning a lot of stuff. We look at these other countries as they're horrible. We look at these men like you know uh, Gaddafi and say, oh, he's a horrible person. Well, why was he horrible? Because he was trying to ensure the the success of the continent of Africa. Mm -hmm. That's why you didn't want unity between Africa. You've always wanted it to be divided. Even Nelson Mandela said, none of us are free until Palestine is free. You going to go against Nelson Mandela? Saying I wouldn't. That? The man I who can't wouldn't. die. When is he? He died. I know, but it's the Mandela effect, you know? Well, that, I don't think that's the same Mandela <laughs> that yeah. they're talking about. But Yeah, how everyone thinks thought he was dead before he died. That's very true. So and when that did Sinbad he... didn't do uh, Shazam, and he did. Yes. When did he actually die? He died. It was sometime after Beyonce became famous. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I just remember because he, she, he asked her to perform for him in Africa, and she did. As long as he was, maybe it was like the early two thousands. Beyonce. He died in twenty thirteen. Oh, boom! I told you. That was not the early 2000s. We are still technically in the early 2000s. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So I was okay. right. <laughs> technically, I'm right. Um, but yeah, I just think that, you know, it's it's just sad because I, like even um the, the one uh, 
TikTok creator. She's posts on Instagram and on TikTok. And it's it's gut-wrenching being on this side. I mean, it, it, no comparison to being on in Gaza right now. But as a, as a consumer of what is going on, and this girl is literally documenting not just her, but there are also a, a lot of other people that are digitally diaring and basically being like your modern-day Anne Frank, right? Mm-hmm. And they're on the grounds, and they're documenting this stuff. And whenever they can get service and whenever they can get electricity, they're uploading it. And every day you're just waiting, holding your breath like, has Basan, like, has she posted yet? Does anybody know anything? And you can't just, you know, nobody else has access to this girl. So she she literally comes on. She's like, hi, this is Basan. I'm still alive. That's literally her first two, two lines that she says every time. This is Basan. I'm still alive. Here's what's happening. This is the date. This is the time. Blah, blah, blah. You know, the Israeli soldiers have done this. They've done that. And they're and it's not just her saying what they're doing. She's showing it. And some people are like, well, why are you showing, you know, these bodies laying here? No, no, no. That shit needs to be documented. Also, how the fuck would you react if that was what you were seeing? Exactly. My, you I want had, somebody else to see I had a busted video. pipe in my front yard. Guess what I did? Recorded it. Send it to everyone. Hell yeah. Here. You got to see that. You're telling me there's dead bodies laying in my front yard. I'm not recording that shit. Absolutely. Y'all need to, need to know what's happening. Because, because the only way that people, that you affect change is by putting it in their face, which is again, why even the, we can go back as far as the Rodney King beatings that occurred. That shit needed to be recorded and people mm-hmm. needed to see it. And as technology has advanced, it is our responsibility responsibility to look at it and to record that shit so that we can have an account for it because we all we have are pictures from the holocaust all we have are pictures from from the days of the enslaved mm-hmm. and we're oh it's atrocious but we can put them away but when that shit is constantly in your timeline you can't escape that and then now joe biden is like well israel did agree to do a four-hour ceasefire every day so you're going to bomb me for 20 hours of the damn day? Well, you get four off, so you should be thankful. Oh, my God. I is, that is so true, what you said about, um, like, just having pictures of the Holocaust and things. It's one thing to hear about something that happened years ago mm-hmm. to people who don't look like you, not even just, like, your race, ethnicity, skin tone, mm-hmm. but, like, old they look yeah. old in these this pictures so long ago yeah you can it's you dissociate from it mm-hmm. like that was horrible we can't imagine it wow yeah this shit is like these people look like me mm-hmm. this it's like They're they the had, same they had lives like i do yeah this shit could be me if i mm-hmm. had just been born on, in a different place in a different place it's insane even with the even with the stuff that's going on the genocide in congo you know you you see these millions of people being displaced and this shit has been going on since april why are we just now hearing about it at the same time that this palestine genocide is happening because they're like oh this is a good time who's gonna think about because it because i'm quite sure these people have been crying out for help and because the way that the media is we've been mm-hmm. so distracted and we're just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. We've been doing dance challenges and shit. You didn't watch Succession, did you? No. Uh-uh. That is such a mind fuck because it's based on Rupert Murdoch, obviously. But the way that um, the dad, who's the CEO of this huge, basically the Fox, he's mm. like owns Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that news comes up and they're like, hey, we were going to run this tonight. And he's like, you're not running it. Yeah. Don't run that. Don't see, yeah. don't even say anything about it. And see, with TikTok, you can't control what's you can't, being on And there. it's just, cr- and like, you know that kind of stuff happens. And yes, mm-hmm. it's a scripted show. But just to see the way that half the people in the room are like, are we really not going to talk about mm-hmm. it? And the other half are like, you just heard them. We're not fucking yeah. bringing it up. So that's why even too, when you, when in the grand scheme of things, certain things that occur on your job, you're just like, people are literally, they literally have nothing but the clothes on their back, probably no mm-hmm. shoes, no nothing. They don't have ID cards. They don't have their passports, nothing. And they're trying to figure out 
what area they're going to be safe in. And they, oh, well, the hospital, they're, they're surely not going to bomb a hospital. And here we are. We're and they're turning like, off the electricity for an hour every day. Even like they told everyone to evacuate, bitch, to where? And then you bomb the evacuation no, place. I don't have. I don't know where to go. It's, and then, and then you say everybody needs to go south. And then you start bombing the south. Can what you imagine hell? right now if they were like you, everyone out of San Antonio and the surrounding areas? Where the fuck would we go if the borders were closed down? I don't know. I'm, well, I know a couple of places. Probably more than you, because I have family here. We could probably figure it out. I, I'm going with you. Shit. <laughs> I'm going with the white folks go. You don't leave me behind. <laughs> I'm like, with Alyssa. She, she's with us. <laughs> I co-host the podcast with her. I'm recording it. <laughs> it's just you don't like I don't, it's crazy. It's you insane. can't imagine it. You you no. can't you can't even make up in your brain what you think you would do in that situation because so, you don't know. You want to talk about the shit to be thankful for next week. It's that the fact Life. that you can call your family. You can drive to see them. You yep. can be with them and have a dinner. Absolutely. Um, and you don't have to worry about whether they'll make it home or not. Exactly. Whether you'll be bombed at your job. Yeah, it's insane. Like that's it's it's crazy. So I am we are continuing to I am personally continuing to pray for the people in Congo and Palestine. I'm not praying for nobody in Israel. I'm just saying. And I said what I said. She said what she said, and 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 it's let me let me just say this: it's not everybody in Israel because uh, there are Israelis that are in Israel right now who do not agree with their government, just like Americans in America. We do not agree with our government and what they are doing. So I will not generalize all Israelis. I will not generalize or you know hate all Israelis or because I don't hate nobody. But I'm not going to generalize all Israelis. I'm only I'm only talking about the people specifically who are for committing genocide what do they say when they'd say all lives matter we're like so you agree the black lives matter and that's who we're focusing on right exactly now. these people in palestine are being murdered they're being so murdered that's who we're focusing on right now 47 47 percent of their population are children, children. insane that's a whole generation of people you're wiping that out. you're wiping them out your ancestors literally came from germany and were welcomed onto this land because somebody said they weren't pure and didn't deserve to live. Some of the think pieces that I've heard some Israeli, some Israeli extremist extremists say, talking about God promised us this land and He's gonna wipe out every Palestinian. What kind of God are you serving? But also God, not the military. But here's the thing: God did He not create the Palestinian people? Some theologians will argue that Jesus was Palestinian. Some would say Jesus was from the Middle East. This is what I'm saying. Like, come on, people. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, again, we are praying. I am praying that, oh, Lord Jesus, uh, help this planet. Heal your land, Lord Jesus. Anyway, uh, on a little positive note, let's Love move from that. Uh, the Grammy nominations have been announced. My girl, Solana. That Who's also SZA. <laughs> Love her, love her new body, love her music. I cannot <laughs> love her. I, I love, love her. Victoria Monet. She was nominated for seven Grammys. SZA was nominated for nine. Damn, they are the top two nominated women or black people. Girls. Black girls. I love girls. it for them. Black girls. And they both kind of came up in the music industry together as well, to being writers and everything like that. And I just love their story. And and both of them were both snubbed by the VMAs. Mm -hmm. The VMAs did not allegedly did not. Um, 
uh, nominate or put up for nomination SZA for Record of the Year, Video of the Year, something Which like that. Video, video of the Year. And then they told, uh, allegedly, VM, the VMAs told uh, Victoria Monet's people, oh, it's too early in her story to have her She's perform been on the... She's been writing for Ariana Grande, Grande Rihanna, and everybody and their mama, literally. I just, there's no way you're going to tell me that we're going to have a white boy winter with all this Jack Harlow shit, and we're not going to acknowledge the SZA fucking video. Hell, Ice Spice Bieber. was nominated for four. Thank you. Which I'm still trying to figure out what she do. And I'm all like Barbie. I'm not hating on, on Ice Spice, because I, I think she's a beautiful woman, but I just but don't know what she not. sings. That's, but, SZA. You, but you know who, who Ice Spice reminds me of? Lord. Remember Lord with an E? Mm-hmm. When she came out and she took over, she was winning Grammys. We were like, what does this bitch do? And now you can, you don't know what she is. I read, and by read I mean listened to a TikTok, TikTok. the other day. <laughs> and it was face. about Lord, Like her rise and not fall, but kind of fall off. Because didn't she fall off because she supported something that people didn't I, like? And you know what? Like I didn't listen. It's the thing. That I, should, <laughs> I swiped right past it. But. Well, with every right. With every um, right. But I'm just like, SZA puts out, I don't know, Lord... I, Lord's fans, I feel like, love her. Mm -hmm. They're writers and dyers. SZA, she's got it. SZA is... No skips on the albums. SZA is a lyricist. If she were a rapper, she would be a lyricist. Like, SZA has this storybook. Paints a fucking picture. She does. And and that's the genius of her as a writer, of her being able to take you on this journey with her of love, of heartbreak, of, you know... um, of repair, of healing, and all that kind of stuff. And it, I mean, it's just beautiful. And even Victoria Monet, like, Vic, you cannot convince me that Victoria Monet is not in her bag right now. She, like, also, the way she moves her body. She's amazing. Insane. And her daughter, who actually is on the record that what she's nominated for, it's Hazel. Hazel. Hazel Monet. Ruby. Yeah, Hazel. she's actually the youngest person to ever be named, nominated for a Grammy because she's two years old. Cute. So I hope she I love wins that just little for family. They are so cute. They are cute. I love both of them. Yeah. I Did you watch This Is A Video with all those little boys in it with yes. Justin Bieber and all them? Mm-hmm. Loved that. I loved the first his album. The second one didn't sound like the first, yeah, but still loved it. And it's hard for people to do that. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's not polarizing, but people like either the first. What do they second. say? It's like the sophomore curse or something like that. Like most yeah. people are fighting to have their second out, yeah. their second record. And so it goes either she was going to do more of the exact yeah. same and people were going to hate it, or she was going to do something different and people were going to hate it. SZA is that girl. She I, just is. Man, I want to see her so bad. I'm pissed. I missed her when she. Came. I don't want to. That's one person I don't want to see in concert. So I saw her in Austin and it was great. The only reason why I'm saying I don't want to see SZA in concert is be it's not because of SZA herself it's because people will be singing her songs at the top of their oh, lungs yes. and I don't it's just like I won't I don't want to pay for a Beyonce concert a SZA concert a Jasmine Sullivan you know concert because like? people are going to be singing more what if they silent artists. discoed it I would love that like everyone that's, that's my you gotta shut the fuck up yeah. yes I would love and that. you just hear just the artist I would absolutely do that but even Brandy I don't want to see Brandy in concert not because of Brandy but because of the fans y'all are going to be trying to out sing her and then she's going to be let me hear that no <laughs> let me hear you <laughs> turn this the shit down you hear me turn you up like I don't want to hear Alyssa next to me screaming to the top of her damn lungs <laughs> hell no <laughs> then people getting mad at you everybody on mute bitch you cussing me I will knock your ass out shut your fucking ass out bitch you too much too much I get mad at Jessica every time we have a song I play music in the office now because this job is depressing and the only way for us to not you know gouge out our eyes is to listen to something happy. Yeah. 
every band that comes on she's like i saw them in concert i saw them in concert she goes to every concert i'm like also it is like 900 dollars to see someone in concert now yeah it really is it's very expensive i Um, wanted to see sorry the eagles do you like the eagles like the football game i mean the football team the oh, the band? The band. <laughs> no, don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's just this old like yacht rock band. It's very popular amongst white people. I was gonna um, say yeah, that should definitely be white. Side I now. was like, wow, it's their last tour. I would love to go see them. Mm-hmm. You'd know their songs if you heard them, but it's yeah. just like background music right. and uh, nine hundred dollars, literally eight eight to nine hundred dollars for nah, shit seats. Nah, you'll lie. That, that devil lie. Come on, mm-hmm. who has money for that? Only person I will go see in concert, which is really not a concert, Miss Pat. That's it. That's not a concert. Exactly. And her tickets ain't $900 either. No, yeah. <laughs> and you have a good ass time. And you only hear her. You know why? Because she'll cuss your ass out if you keep talking to her <laughs> set. As she should. Which I feel like people should do that. I feel like artists should cuss you the fuck out if you're ta- if you're singing through their have sets. Have you seen Steve, Steve Lacey in concert? No. I don't even know who Steve Lacey um, is. I wish I knew you wanted me. I wish I knew okay that's on tiktok yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. His, but he'll like cuss out his audience like, Good. y'all don't even know the words thank you that's what i'm saying like i just want to go to a concert and enjoy the artist singing it live yeah. without the boundaries of the studio i you don't want to hear anybody else when they're like out of the spotlight for a couple of years yes. they do a little small venue people are all you know 35 and above i want the listening session that's what the i want listening because then nobody knows the words so everybody shut the fuck up yeah there yeah. you go uh, anything else we need to talk about before we talk about one more little thing in the rehab corner, kind of technically? I'm trying to think if I got anything else for you. Mm. Oh, Howard University actually is the first HBCU. You know. That's right. That's Alyssa's alumni. Uh, alma mater, I mean. Uh, they had, are the first HBCU to actually have a figure skating team, which I love that. Ice figure skating team, and I love that for I them. bet you black girls on ice. We've already seen it a dozen times. I know, but I'm just I love saying. that. I love it. You too. got fists. Look with at their how we changed. And... We changed the floor routines and gymnastics. Listen. I will never forget that little girl that did Whitney Houston. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, amazing. Damn, I love black. Um, Megan Thee Stallion is out with new music. I love her new song Cobra. And first, the visual video was fuck the song. Wacky. The, vi- the video, but but the video is a telltale going back to be careful who's in your camp because baby, the way that people in her camp and around her with this whole Tory Lane situation. Baby, you are shedding some stuff, and she looks beautiful, and she I hope she continues good. to hit. Then what she, I'm sorry, what she said allegedly about party, about that man have getting his penis sucked in a place where she lay her head. Party? You got some explaining to do, sir. What? I could, I was like, now, I don't know what she's talking about him, because allegedly she didn't call no names, but all, we could just put two and two together, which is four. So I don't know who she was talking about, but part of Sid Fontaine. Pretty Ricky, what they call him. All I'm saying is, that's from Martin, if you didn't catch that reference. Anyway, uh, all I got to say is, sir, what I said about you a few podcasts ago, if that's true that you did that, I take everything back positive that I said about you, because God damn. Whew. How the anyway. mighty have fallen. So, did, and because did you see Megan with the snake? How she yes. was freaking out the snake? And did you hear that? I did. You were wheezing really bad. Girl. We're almost done. In uh, Brittany's book, she talks about how she came out with the snake at the mm-hmm. VMAs and how horrified she was yeah. and how it was hissing at her and it was like wrapping its head like going towards her. Oh Jesus. Scary. It is. But I, I mean I hate snakes. I hate snakes too. I don't like them at all. That that's ooh, ooh, Jesus. I don't like them. But um real quick I want what have you been watching? Uh this is embarrassing. Gilded Age. Have you ever seen that? No. It's about the Gilded Age in America. It's a scripted What's the show. Gilded Age? Uh like when we got electricity and shit. Fascinating, I love that. But it's a scripted show. It's giving um, Down Abbey, but U.S. Down New York, Abbey? yeah. Gotcha. 
That's what I've been watching. It's yeah, a show that, like, it's one of those things where it's not, like, this gripping show that I have to watch every episode, but mm-hmm. for some reason I can't turn it off. I love that for you. Yeah. That's cool. What about you? Um, the only thing that I've watched recently, which I kind of got a ending part in real life, was uh, on Netflix is a documentary called Take Care of Maya. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of this story, but allegedly there was um, there was this young girl who had a particular I can't remember the the disorder that she had. She was very weak. She couldn't walk. Like paralyzed. Something and whatnot. like complex regional pain. Syndrome yeah, it was something. something like that where she was having a lot of pain. She couldn't walk. She couldn't do a lot of stuff. So her mom was basically her biggest advocator, and she was telling the doctors, "There's something going on with my daughter. I'm not understanding what's going on." They kept feeling like John Hopkins themselves, the hospital allegedly kept feeling like there were inconsistencies within the girl's behavior, that the mom was causing the girl's behavior, uh, which is basically uh, Munchausen's by proxy or whatever. And so it got so bad to the point where the, they banned the mom from coming to the hospital. Well, as a result of all of this stuff, she kept telling them, give my daughter ketamine or whatever. It's making her better, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. They had video of her like uh, in her PT, OT sessions. They actually had the PTs and OTs on the stand recording. They were like, this girl was not faking her atrophy. She was not faking her you know, paralysis and her paresis and her deficits and all this other kind of stuff. So because they banned the mom from the hospital and nobody would take her seriously and her cries and her desperation to get her daughter some help, seriously, allegedly, she committed suicide as a result. Mind you, her daughter had had a flare-up like this before. She couldn't yes. find any help, so they found a doctor in Mexico, Mexico who was like, right. I have this experimental treatment mm-hmm. that we can do. And basically, he just like knocked her ass out, gave her a shit ton of ketamine for like yeah. four or five days. Mm-hmm. And it worked for years. Absolutely. So the mom was like, I know this sounds crazy, but this is what she needs. It's right. happened before. And the hospital was like, you're no. a wacko. Exactly. And they made Which, her out oh, to be can this you imagine trying to advocate for your child? Yep. And the hospital's just like, you know what And then they ban you from being able to see your child and come up there to visit. Then you commit suicide. She writes this letter to her daughter. Her daughter gets better. I think Maya is now like 16 or 17. Yeah, because everyone so fast, thought she was crazy and hurting right. her daughter. And, and she and the daughter knew that her mother wasn't hurting her. And so fat and a lot of some of the, the staff also too believed the mom, but then there was other staff that were above them, like the MDs, who were not believing her, unfortunately. So fast forward, they the family sued John Hopkins Hospital for two hundred million dollars. This past week was the ending of this. That's not in the Netflix special because, or in the Netflix show because um, uh, it just happened last week. But the jury awarded Maya's family $261 million in damages because they literally, allegedly, only for the purpose of the podcast, they caused this woman to commit suicide when she was right the entire time. So they were... They were specifically withholding the medication that she had told yes. them would cure their daughter. Absolutely. She, what, she was trying to get second and third opinions. They weren't They weren't doing anything. So you saw this week in the courtroom when they announced that they um, were awarded the $261 million and that John God, Hopkins was eligible. Did, that, and you know uh, what? You know who has $261 million? John Hopkins. John Hop- a hospital. Yeah, they do. They gonna get it out the insurance yeah, policy. Hey, I sorry, sorry to everyone who works there. Y'all ain't getting y'all, no Christmas bonus this year. Getting raises this year. But I'm just like that. The fact that again, even in healthcare, we continue to say on this podcast, like we get it. People come in as malingerers or people who come in faking. Everybody does not fake, even if it looks like it. You still have to treat the symptoms. And the minute you think you know, I'm sorry, more than a mother knows who has experience with her child. You are putting yourself in a dangerous position. And it's sad that this girl now has to grow up without a mother who literally took care of her. her. 
who died trying to help her and you drove this lady crazy to the point where she committed suicide because she didn't want to be a problem and a hindrance to her daughter's health she her mother felt like if i just get rid of myself then maybe they will listen to my daughter and actually do for her what needs to be done like that's her mother made the ultimate sacrifice mm -hmm. But Ooh, now, and that, so allegedly John Hopkins is going to appeal the award, but I, I doubt if it's going to get removed, honestly, because no. yeah, th this case, I'm sorry, once it go on Netflix, it's done. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's sad because I mean, you, you just, it's on Netflix. It's yeah, it's listen, Joe Exotic, he's in jail now. Hey, so, listen, you know, that seems like so murder case guilty. <sighs> but yeah, so her and her brother were literally consoling each other and crying their eyes out in the courtroom. Like it was. It's a wonderful documentary to watch, and I think it's very educational because it also helps you to be able to understand the language that, number one, we as healthcare workers use, mm -hmm. but also, two, that can be used against you when you are trying to get something done that doesn't appear conventional. Also, no one knows your body but you. For, so for real. Something Fight ain't for right, yourself. Something ain't right. Fight and for keep yourself. Keep going till you find someone who will help you. And her mother recorded everything. She mm -hmm. kept a diary. She kept a log. She videoed. She audio record she recorded everything Good. which is beautiful because it was used to help their case and again no amount of money is going to bring this girl's mother back but at least this this family can at least have some type of peace knowing that publicly that her mother's death was not in vain to a degree well you know? and now who knows how many other kids because i think this yeah. kind of disorder in kids is super rare kids yeah. don't have pain disorders like this but right. who knows how many kids do and they can't get the help that and they, they ignored need. it yeah, yep, so that absolutely. just sucks that it always takes something. Big. Every time we have a stupid rule in the hospital, mm -hmm. I always wonder, like, what fucked up that they had to write this rule? It's just like the, the Tide Pods when they had to say, hey, don't yeah. consume. Some kid had to eat a yeah. Tide Pod and die, and, and their it, parents sued for them to now put that on there. It just sucks that that's the way... Sometimes it has to, to though. Some, you know. Sometimes you need to be embarrassed on a national stage and you need to be, and not, and not embarrassed, I'm sorry. Sometimes you as a company need to be held accountable, accountable on a national and global stage for you to get your shit together because clearly ethics did not play a part in this. No. Where was your, where was your ethics? And I get it. You can bring in whatever psychologist you want to, but at the end of the day, there has to be some truth in this lady doing this with her daughter. Yeah, and they especially were doing if something things, already worked. They says they were doing things without parental consent. They were allegedly, and like that's the biggest no-no. Exactly, <clears throat> because you think the mom is crazy, and once you say the mom is crazy, everybody else carries that same tune, yeah. and it well, you know, and watch you know out, what? the that's mom's crazy, shitty. and you've never had an interaction with her. That is shitty too, because it happens all the time. As soon yep. as someone in the hospital tells you, like you're gonna go into a room, and they're like, okay, well, just be careful because the the wife's crazy, mm -hmm. the wife is this, this, and that, or just be careful the patient's crazy and yep. you go in and you have a completely normal, normal interaction with them yep. and you're like you're not crazy you just don't like that bitch exactly you, and, it, and they will tell you too they'll be like i know they probably came in and told you i was crazy <laughs> i'm not this is what happened and when they tell you just like you were justified yeah. in your response yeah. to them it and makes total sense you do get crazy people you do and you're like oh no you're crazy right but you can tell when someone's being crazy but just because somebody is crazy or somebody seems or appears to be crazy does not mean that what they're not saying is not valid right like you still have to take it into consideration because to them it may be real it is just like dementia you gonna tell everybody that who got dementia they crazy no. i had this one man this week past week calling me his mama mind you he's <laughs> hey, a white baby man. he's a white 80 year old 81 year old man he just kept mama, mama, mama. I called him baby. No, I was just like, what's wrong? He was like, nothing. Oh, okay. As soon as I walked away, mama, mama. Okay. I don't know. 
All right, sir. You need some some crackers, some juice? No. All right. Have a great day. But you, I mean, you can't call him crazy. He's Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. You know. But it's so the documentary is called "Take Care of Maya." It is on Netflix. It's actually a really good documentary if you guys want to watch it. I admonish you all to watch it because, like I said, it's very educational about um, what advocation looks like from the standpoint of the clinician as well as the things that can be used against you. Uh, when it comes to advocating for your loved ones, for your children, yeah. for yourself, it's I think it's a big learning curve for a lot of people. So um, go watch that if you have time. That's not sponsored, but Netflix you should sponsor you should us. sponsor right. us. We pay enough money. For Listen, Netflix. and we're we're suggesting a lot of shit that's on your platform. But anyway. so not only do I have to have my own Netflix account now because you can't just have one True. for multiple people. If I have Netflix on downstairs and I go to put it on upstairs, it's like hold on. You've been scrolling way too long. Yeah. That's been, uh, insane. Mm-hmm. I'm on the same Wi-Fi. I know. So you're telling me it's stupid. I'm just And then uh, Disney Plus is raising their prices. Listen, I'm about to say fuck all y'all and just watch shit on TikTok. Go on day. YouTube has great stuff. They really do. Let's go back to the YouTube days of the misadventures of a black awkward girl from Issa Rae. Oh, that was a good one. They, they People had great, like, I'm just going to start watching van life again. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Anything else we can talk about? Um, hmm. No. That would be a no. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. We wanted, we extended our episode almost two hours. Uh, but You're welcome. It's because we missed last week because uh, Alyssa had the shits. Anyway, but we are glad that her booty is under control today. God damn. And um, we thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Y'all remember to have an amazing week on purpose. Don't forget to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off. off. Oh, my God. A&M fired Jimbo Fisher. That's what I was, forgot to say. Jimbo Fisher? Yeah. He's at Texas? He's at Texas A&M. He was at Florida State for many years. He's been at Texas A&M and they just fired his ass. Anyway, hook him horns. <laughs> Fam, you won against Lincoln University. Woo-hoo. Nice. Go right <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming it's and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released. It's The Face